Hello. <laughs> this always sucks. I feel like we're, we were like the two gals from like an SNL skit where they're like, hello there. Hello. Do you know which one I'm thinking of? Yeah. With, uh, what's her face? Molly Shannon. And Anna. Yes. Anna Geyser? Geyser, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And they have like the vests. Didn't you get yeah. some of those Halloween vests? Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. Um... Well, hello there. Hey friends, welcome to Let's Not. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm your other host, Michelle. This week... This week... We are going to be talking about toxic work environments, which is kind of a heavier topic. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's start off lighter. Let's um, do it. You are going for a haircut today. A haircut, and I'm getting my hair colored. Ooh, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited. So when I made my appointment, it was probably three months ago, and I knew I was just going to put the orange back in my hair. Yeah. Now my hair has grown out, so the blonde's a little bit lower. It's yeah. not as high. Like, I have a lot of regrowth. And so I'm like, oh, the orange isn't going to be as... Punchy. Punchy and as closer up top, but I'm sure it'll still be fine. But I can't decide if I want to leave the length, but give it a good trim on the ends. But it just feels so dead. It's like literally like a floppy dong. No, it doesn't look dead at all. What? No. I don't know. It's just some trimmage, but that's Some trimmage for sure, because it's kind of just getting too long to where it... I'll just pull it out when I brush it, and it just gets gross when I um sleep yeah but I I don't know I wish I could have it this short Mm. like it's by my chin I would never do that I would never do that but like if um do you know who Lucy Hale is yeah she's like my I love her hair so much it's always like so freaking cute she looks good with such a choppy like blunt haircut and I love how you can just kind of wear it to the side yeah put a little thing behind your ear but I thought that I think that would look so cute on you short yeah like just a little bit like maybe an inch past your like chin line I I think the shortest I've had it recently was maybe like a little above my shoulders yeah yeah um I don't know but then sometimes I I like hunch over a lot and so I like Mm -hmm. having my hair hide my little hunch back (laughs) so when it's short I'm gonna have to work on my posture (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what to do next. Yeah, are you itching to do something? Yes, um, just because, so like I'm orangey Mm -hmm. red right now, but it does like fade out every single time I shower. Yeah. I think I want to keep it going, but I I think I want to do like the wolf shag. Michelle, I was literally just watching TikTok videos yeah. about the wolf shag. Well, you sent me that. Oh my God. So Sam <laughs> sent me a TikTok of, all right. So on TikTok, her name is Misty Beanie Baby. Baby is spelled B-B-Y. I feel so bad for you, baby girl. <laughs> baby girl. Oh, uh, she has a TikTok where she thinks her haircut's going to be good. She's going yeah. in for a wolf shag. I don't know where she went but they did her so wrong yeah it's completely gone it's like they just clippered it they gave her like the same length a man's pixie so it's just it doesn't it's it's just weird she's gonna figure it out like Mm -hmm. i remember i've gotten a few bad haircuts and it's like you leave crying and then yeah once you're done with the tears you figure out a style that works with it and you just rock it it's gonna be fine it grows back but 
I was just like, what if that, I have to go to Moon Baby. There's like no yeah. other place to go. Yeah, you definitely have to go to Moon Baby because they do a lot of those cuts and they always mm-hmm. look so good. Um, but with the TikTok that Michelle's talking about, so <laughs> she was going to get her hair cut. So you see the clip of her with her hair. It's kind of like shoulder length, maybe mm-hmm. chin length. And then she has like this beautiful eyeliner that's like all winged out. Mm-hmm. So cute. And then the next shot is her head's like shaved with like a, a maybe a six blade. I don't know. I don't I don't know how it all disappeared with wanting yeah. a a shag. A shag. She wanted like a a shaggy mullet. Yep. And it's like, okay. Um oh. but so when <laughs> on the next clip her eyeliner is completely like off of her eyes, down her cheeks because she was so upset and crying. It's like up her forehead. That's how yeah. bad she was crying. Which yeah. I get it. And it's just disappointing because you're like you're you're you so, so excited. excited and you're like I'm gonna look so good getting my hair mm-hmm. cut like new hair who this um, fucking summer's coming summer's coming oh I mean but she still looked cute though she with did her still look hair. cute yeah and she's gonna figure out like how to like blow it tease it mm-hmm. style it so yeah. it's still gonna look cute. What I would do is I would keep the length on the top and just really like buzz down the side so it was really yep. a pixie and then let it grow out. Yeah. Because it was all, I think the problem was it was like all one, one length, length the whole yep. way around. Yeah. Which doesn't, that's when I got my first pixie, that's what they did too. And I went home and I buzzed like the oh, sides and bottom yeah. and like faded it yep. down. I actually, the last time I had a shag was one of my worst haircuts. My dad was in charge of taking me. I was like nine years old and he took me to a barber and I was just like layers. It was like peak friends. I wasn't watching friends, but the mm-hmm. gen- what I wanted was like the Jennifer Aniston yep. cut. And I just ended up with like an all over shag thing. And I remember going to my cousin's house who lived down the street, Lisa, and she just like styled it. And then I just did that for a year until it like grew out so were did you like it or no oh I I was crying the whole day it was so bad it looked so bad on me it was like a shag with like a a really thick fringe so now I'm gonna try a shag (laughs) no I think like I can totally picture you with like some curtain curtain bangs like shagged out kind of feathered Mm -hmm. like that would be so cute so that's what I'm thinking but I gotta make an appointment at Moon Baby I'm excited. I don't know because Michelle always says hair grows back, so mm-hmm. I kind of do want to just give it a good chopping. But I'll probably yeah, I I don't know. If, I feel like more than likely I always cry every time I get my hair done. Oh shit! <laughs> it's it's not. It's never. Well, it's sometimes the stylists they are just not communicating. But yeah, not recently since I've gone to Moon Baby. I will mm-hmm. say that. But yeah, no, they do a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a good feeling because it is. It's quite a bit of money, so if you're leaving not happy, it's mm-hmm. like, well, that fucking sucks. Well, of course, I won't ever say anything. I'm no. Like, Thank you so much. <laughs> Best haircut I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> now i got to change the logo. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit, hit it with some orange. Okay. Maybe hit it with some orange and take... Take the length up. We'll see. Mm. But I've honestly had, like, the same haircut for so long. I mean, you guys. Well, yeah. I was going to say you saw in the prom pictures, but no, because it was pasted it was back. Tucked. But How'd you feel about those highlights that you used to have? Okay, bitch. <laughs> 
I will say, I told Michelle this last week when we did the episode that I was voted for best hair. And every time I got my hair colored, yes, you tell me everyone that. else would like yeah, do, do my color patterns. Oh. Okay. It was in. It was not, cuter like yeah. when it was down. Yeah. But when I saw that, when I, when, because I didn't really notice my chunky highlights until Michelle had said something. I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's trending on Pinterest. So chunkies are back. Chunkies are back. I just wanted to give you some shit. <laughs> um, you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> you're doing amazing. You're doing great. No, it was good. But I don't know what it is about you. I think you look younger now. Younger now? Yeah, Absolutely. That's great. See, okay, I will say someone was like, how have you not aged mm-hmm. since that? But And I do get some compliments. People will say, you look so young. But now you guys are really worrying me because <laughs> what if, like, in the next two years I age, like, 20 years ahead or 10 years? Happen. It's not going to like, happen. Like, I can only be lucky for so long. No, ride it. You're going to be fine. I guess. But I, I, I'm surprised because, as you could see, I was pretty tan in that photo. Mm-hmm. That I stopped tanning because I was like, I want my skin to look yeah. decent. Even though there's some freckles and age spots, but I think they're kind of cute. But... No, you have freckle. You don't have a single wrinkle on your forehead. You don't got any wrinkles. Thanks. Looking great. Vampire. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're talking about toxic work environments. Unfortunately, based on the feedback we've gotten, it's prevalent. Yeah. It's, it's... not great. <laughs> How is everything else getting canceled, but, like, people are still putting up with toxic work environments? Money and health insurance. Uh, I just, yeah. it's It sucks. It's like a lot of people just don't have the privilege to leave. Yeah. Even if it's, like, really, really bad. It fucking sucks. (laughs) But I just, I, I guess if I was a shitty boss or a shitty company, I would be... It's like, aren't sh- you should be on your tippy toes thinking that yeah. if you're not treating your employees that they're going to yeah. come and get you. Absolutely. I mean, I thought that like when like the Me Too movement and Time's Up were, was happening, I was just like, people that have done shitty things in the past, like their stomachs must be in their butts right now. Mm-hmm. Karma's coming. Karma's coming and she's a bitch. Things <laughs> always eventually catch up. Yeah. Even it might not be as soon as you want it to be, but Ugh, it's coming. Yeah. But I've worked at, I would say, like six different places in my life. And this is going to sound anti small business, but to be honest, the small business companies are the ones that were more problematic. Mm-hmm. I would say my best work experience was at Whole Foods. Um, that was before Papa Bezos bought it with Amazon. Mm-hmm. But everything was good there because I think like you, you're held to a higher degree of like making sure people are taking their breaks and their like paid time off is being accrued properly and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Our health insurance was absolutely bananas amazing. Wow. I paid $20 a month and we got, I got like $2,000 a year on like a health card that I could use oh for gosh, anything. that's amazing. And it rolled over. Wow. So it's like, I never had to pay out of pocket for anything. Mm-hmm. And they... I'm sure that they for they didn't force you to use your PTO, but they ha- like highly encouraged it, probably so that didn't like amass mm-hmm. to be too much. But at the same time, it's like I n- never had to like worry about being like I'm gonna take this week off. You could get into your own payroll shit, so you could see like oh I have eight days off and just do it all yourself, and it yeah. wasn't an eye roll or a big sigh of like, well I don't know if that's gonna work or any of that like shit. Uh, so yeah, and I will say I 
I've had a lot of jobs, um, but the best, I guess, I don't know, it, it, it goes back and forth because I feel like yeah, you get more flexibility with working for like a small business. Mm-hmm. It's more laid back, which can benefit you. But then there's also that downside of like, you're being taken advantage of and there's no one to maybe hold that person accountable. That's not doing what they should be doing, if that yeah. makes sense. But since you talked about your corporate, well, not, I guess not corporate job, but your big business job. Mine was Yankee Candle, and I had worked there for so long, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, the benefits were great, obviously, but it's like if there was ever an issue, there was always someone ahead or on top of someone that would fix yeah. it, deal with it. There were standards that you had to go by. Yeah. Yeah, there was, like, guidelines, guidelines employee, like, yeah. book, you mm-hmm. know, something that – was written so that people could be held accountable. I mean, mean, nothing, I don't know. It's like nothing against small businesses or anything like that. Because if I did have a choice, I would prefer to work for a small business. Yeah, absolutely. Same. But you got to hold up your end of the deal too. You know, you just can't just take advantage and like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's like this expectation of almost like uh you should be so lucky and it's like mm. so lucky and like we're family so can you please just yeah but we're not family work your ass <laughs> off yeah so I did find an article on top resume uh six signs that you work in a toxic work environment and then there are five ways to handle it so I think that would be helpful I'm gonna run through the six signs and okay we'll see if you feel like you're in one yeah um also I was gonna say like how many times have you googled I know for me it's been a lot you google am I in a toxic work environment (laughs) what are the signs should I leave my job is my boss toxic and it's like it was always like, if you have to Google this, you're yeah. in a toxic situation. Oh. It's like, damn. <laughs> well, that's sign number one. It's actually not on this list, but. <laughs> okay, so sign number one on this actual list um, is employee sickness. Toxic work environments lead to employee burnout, fatigue, illness due to high levels of stress that wreak havoc on our bodies. If people are calling in sick or worse, working while sick, that's a good sign of a toxic work environment. This one makes me annoyed. Why? Well, because I've had jobs where, like, we've talked about this just between us, where just at any job, um, you feel guilty calling in yeah. sick. So yep. it's like, I will get my sick ass out of bed mm-hmm. and I'll unfortunately risk other people getting sick because I feel guilty or I feel like my boss will think I'm lying. I feel like my coworkers will be upset because it's like a lot of workload. So it's like, if I'm not there, it's going to suck for everyone. It's just the worst when you feel like you can't call in sick. And I've always had that feeling. So I I guess I can't really claim it for different work environments, but Mm -hmm. I do the thing where it's like, I get myself ready to call in. And then at the last minute, I'm like, I'll just go in. And then like, maybe I can leave early if I really start to feel bad. And I always just end up going in. Yeah. I hope now since we've been through this pandemic, I hope it's a little bit more not lenient, but like understanding. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming in to make everybody fucking sick. If you're able to do your job from home, I don't even think that you should need to like you should Mm -hmm. be resting and getting fucking better. Uh, I know that's it. Yeah. Well, and like going back to how you said you'll work yourself into calling, but then you end up going. It's like, Mm -hmm. if I'm sick, I'll go in hopes that 
they'll just send me home so they can see that clearly exactly. I'm sick and that, yeah. you know, I feel obligated. Like, I really am a good employee. Like, don't get mad at me here. Let me show up and you're going to see how sick I feel. But do they ever send me home? Mm. Hell no. No. <laughs> Number two, narcissistic leadership. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. your higher ups or boss demand that you always agree with them, tell them that they're right and feel they're above the rules. They expect everyone else to be perfect while they can meet lower standards. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> okay, so I ha- I worked for a boss of where if anyone was ever late or not working, like you had to work every minute. You can mm. never be seen just like leaning against the counter yep. or just waiting for something. So it was a situation of where we ran on appointment times. And so my boss would end up just kind of fucking around on their lunch break to where they would be 30 minutes or an hour late for appointments that people made. Oh my God. And then it would end up pushing the whole other appointments like so far behind. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Like yeah. you, you're holding other people to a standard that you're not even following yourself. Yeah. And the people that are paying for these appointments are complaining that they have to wait for an hour, an hour and a half. And oh my you're God. just like, oh, well, sorry, that's what it is. Like yeah. pe- people know they're going to have to wait. And it's like, but if you were on time, they wouldn't have to wait. It no. wouldn't be like that. But you can't take a beat to like fucking lean for a second. Yeah. No, fuck yeah. that. Sign number three, little to no enthusiasm. Look around the office. Is anyone happy to be working there? Is anyone smiling? Are conversations positive and upbeat? Is anyone talking at all? A no to these questions equals a toxic work environment. A few jobs have been like that. Yeah, definitely. Especially like when you come in and you're fresh and you're just like, this is great. This is awesome. And you think like, oh, this person's just, like, upset because they worked here for too long and they, like, kind of want to get out. So, like, I'm not going to let that affect my mood. And then as it progresses, you're just like, oh, that's why you're like that. (laughs) I remember one time I interviewed for a job and the woman who interviewed me, she was like, you're really happy. Like, she just thought that was so bizarre and Mm -hmm. it was just, like, my normal demeanor. And she's like, you're really happy. Like we need that around here. That should have been a red yeah, flag. Like number one. I'm like, and I, and I even said to her, I go, Oh, I seem really happy, which is fine. But I'm like, that's just, this is like a normal. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't know. But once I started working there, I realized everyone hated their job. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, it's so sad. And especially with like, um, I've had a job where it's been no positive feedback Mm-hmm. No recognition. And it's just like, well, it's your job. Like, if you don't like it, don't work here. And it's like, what? Ugh. And it's even, it's been a thing of where raises weren't normal, which is so stupid. It's like, you're going to go, you're going to face a high turnover and you're going to end up wasting everyone's time, even mm-hmm. more money than just giving the employees a raise. That exactly. deserve it. It's like, don't you want to have a long-term employee and let them know that they are worth having. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a kick-ass employee, recognition and appreciation is the easiest, cheapest way Mm -hmm. to just keep them like positive as well. Like just acknowledge it. Yeah. It costs you fucking nothing, but we're just, (laughs) we're millennials that just get trophies for everything. So Uh, yeah, that's true. Sign number four, 
Lack of communication or negative communication. You and others don't get the necessary information to do your job. You work hard with no positive feedback and no recognition, and you might even be told to be glad you have a job at all. Mm-hmm. Well, you just hit that. Yeah. You know what? I could get by with like the no positive feedback when I don't have the information or I feel like I'm being ambushed at jobs. That's when I start to get fucking pissed. Present me all the information so that I can fucking do my job. Mm -hmm. Don't just like feed it to me as it's happening. So then I'm forced to just like kind of do it on the fly. Mm -hmm. That drives me fucking crazy. That's what I hate too. And it's like sometimes I'm like, why why aren't I the boss like yeah I don't know I think that's just how my mind works it's just like let me know a b and c and I'll give you a b and c but don't just throw things in the air and then be so vague about it to where I have to figure something out for you yeah and then when I try to when I try to get you to be specific you lol me like I don't need it yeah it's like no, this is not a joke. Like, can you do your part and I'll do mine? Yeah. Also, you're wasting so much time and energy of like the back and forth. Just give me all the information I need. I can get it done so quickly. Us going back and forth Mm -hmm. and you still not telling me exactly what you need from me is infuriating. Yeah. And then a condescending anything on top of it, like, oh, I can't believe you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Fucking get out of here. <laughs> it's so rude. What, what about, have you ever had a boss? Like, I remember I worked somewhere where they would leave notes in the break room instead of just telling the person who wasn't doing their job right. Yeah. She would just write out a long, fucking aggressive little note and be like, please do this. And this yeah. is not being done. This isn't being done. And it's like, I don't want to see that first thing in the morning when I go into the break room and clock in, like, can you just yeah. talk to the person that we all know is that doing we it. all know that is and that's the worst too, yep. is when you have a coworker who's not doing their job. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to take the brunt of it. I had a boss that was too scared to address situations like that. So she would end up taking it out on everyone. That's and I'm fucking... like, can you fucking do your yeah. job? Like, yeah, it's your business. Come on. Sign number five, and I feel like this is one of the biggest ones ever, and I'm definitely going to be aware of it going forward in jobs, high turnover. When the work environment has nothing good to offer except for dysfunction, poor morale, and sickness, colleagues will start heading for the door to find a better situation. If you notice a high turnover rate in your company or department, take that as a sign of a toxic workplace. I think that's and the biggest like, sign. When will they know, like, oh my God, everyone's leaving? Maybe. Well, I feel like some people. What's the common denominator? Yeah. Here? What's the common denominator? Is it me or is it everybody else? This is even more disgusting when somebody wears it as a badge of honor. Yeah. Like, no one can keep up with that me. That is so toxic. I burn out so many people. Maybe take a look inward. Take a look inward. Yeah. Oh my God. The whole badge of honor. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, I was just setting a boundary because I'm not putting up with this. This is not a healthy work environment. Exactly. It's not that I'm burnt out. It's that I looked around and this is not healthy for me whatsoever, physically, mentally, in any way. Mm -hmm. And I decided to find something better. Yeah. All I can work my ass off. Like Mm -hmm. I've juggled jobs on top of jobs, but it's, it's like... It's, it's sometimes not worth it, you know? Mm-mm. It's like if there's no mutual respect there and it, it, if it's just plain toxic, no, not yeah. doing it. No. 
I'm not doing it. There's nobody in my life that would ever say that I don't have a good work ethic. People actually tell me I need to fucking stop with it. And they say that you let yourself get taken advantage of too much because Mm -hmm. of it. But I truly enjoy working. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't use that as like, um, I'm better than you or anything. I just truly like to be busy all the time and constantly working on things. Yeah, That's just my personality. But I don't like it when it is dysfunctional, negative. Negative. It's like, if I'm going to be working this hard around the clock, I'll just do it for myself. I I have a skill that I can do. Mm -hmm. I'll be my own fucking boss. Thank you very much. And I don't need to like, just constantly be worried that my phone's about to go off Mm -hmm. with some kind of an issue that's not an issue. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Like, I've always been a hard worker. That's uh, one thing that my mom, like, passed down to me. And I was always so grateful to have that instilled Mm -hmm. in me. Because, you know, sometimes you just come across coworkers that, like, do so much work to avoid the work. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> just do the work. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, uh-huh. just you're wasting more time. Like, oh you're you're making yeah. this harder for yourself. Um, but yeah, it's the whole like, don't take advantage of me. Don't come here mm-hmm. with your negativity. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a boss um, who, anytime they came in the office in the mornings, like everyone would be like, "Good morning, good morning," and she would just walk past you, <gasps> wouldn't even acknowledge you. What the fuck? Yeah, it pissed me off so much because I'm like, literally, all you have to do is say good yeah. morning. Yeah, and she would be like, "I'm not a morning person. I hate mornings." And it's like, okay, get over that's it. That's not yeah. And I remember, so I'm a big fan of Mondays. I love Mondays so much. They just bring me so much joy and everyone's like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck is wrong Mm -hmm. with you? So I remember I said, happy Monday or good morning to her. And she's like, "Ugh, I hate mornings and I hate Mondays. And I was like, how long have you been living? And she's like, what? And I go, a Monday is always going to happen. So why why hate it? Like, it's always going to happen every week. You're setting yourself up to be in a horrible mood. Mm -hmm. Like, why don't you take advantage of it? Like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I get to start a new week. It's a new refreshing day, a new vibe, a new attitude. And she was like, oh yeah, that is kind of a good point, but she still hated Mondays. She didn't, yeah. yeah. I think that's the first time, I think that's when I was like, oh, me and Sam are going to be friends. Because, okay, I don't want this to come off a certain way. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it. Maybe okay. I'll take it out. Um, <laughs> but, like, because I knew you had such a following online mm-hmm. and, like, I would follow your stories and stuff. And I was like, there's no way that somebody is, like, happy about Mondays. Mm-hmm. Like, this must be, like, a persona for online. And you came into the office on a Monday and you're like, happy Monday. And I was like, do you actually like Mondays? And you were just like, yeah, I love Mondays. Uh-huh. Like, it's the start of a new week. And I was like, this is genuinely who she is. Like, yeah. she's not putting on a persona, like, for followers or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, this is actually a genuine Sam. And I was just like, that is so beautiful. Oh, thanks, Michelle. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, so who I see online is actually her. I, I don't know. Maybe it's like just I have to trick my mind. <laughs> Who cares? It does it. It does help because yeah. I'm like Tuesday. It's like, ugh, is it Friday or whatever? But like Monday, I was so happy. I was like, it's Monday. It's I feel so Monday. good about today. Oh, I love um, it. But yeah, I don't know. I think if you if you like spin your kind of view on a mm-hmm. Monday, it definitely helps. But absolutely, I get it. If it's not your thing, that's fine. But. If someone, if your employee says good morning to you mm-hmm. and you can't even, that's a red flag right there too. That's just like a red flag in a human way. Like yeah. be nice. Yeah. 
it's Monday morning and everybody is working for you. Like, yeah. you're not going to be nice to them. Yeah. It costs you nothing to say good morning. Nothing. Maybe it's not that nobody wants a job. Maybe it's that the job sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, obviously we're coming from a place knowing, like, any kind of work that we can get, we're grateful for. And Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It's like, you just... Things just need to get better because it sucks because people need money and they need health insurance. They need everything that a job affords. Mm -hmm. But that shouldn't be like blackmailing you into keeping a job. exactly. It's fucking taking you hostage. I mean, that's a little extreme, but like it it Mm -hmm. fucking sucks. Like everybody needs to work. Why can't it be like an enjoyable experience? That's all I got to say about that. All righty. Okay. Sign number six. Clicks, gossip, and rumor. Everyone seems to be out for themselves, and there's no genuine friendships among coworkers. There's a lot of infighting paranoia, as well as office gossip and rumors. Uh, I feel like I haven't really dealt with, maybe at the bakery a little bit, because that was bigger, like, amount of coworkers, mm-hmm. and there was definitely, like, a difference between front of house and back of house, but I think that happens a lot in the service industry. I don't know. I did have a job where a boss would gossip about their colleagues and just talk so much shit, and it's like, what is wrong? Like, literally talk shit about everyone to everyone, but still is being, like, praised. I'm like, hello? Do you not? I think that's also... You know, like how, like, say you're with friends and you hear them talking shit about somebody else and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, that's interesting or whatever. And it's like, why am I not putting it together that they're probably also talking shit about me? <laughs> I think you just, like, put those blinders on where it's like, oh, well, they're just talking shit about this other person. So I feel like that was happening a lot where people are like, well, he's not talking shit about me. Well, he is. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> all right. So we just talked about all the horrendous things mm-hmm. that you might be going through. Maybe a few of them, maybe all of them. Hopefully it's in the past and you're in a better situation now. <sighs> but if you're not, here are some ways to handle a toxic work environment. One, develop friendships with people who feel the same way as you. The hope is that you'll watch each other's backs and we'll share any news with the group. Yeah, definitely find people who feel the same way you do and maybe start a podcast together. (laughs) (laughs) That's always an option. (laughs) Even at Whole Foods, it wasn't even bad, but like you do want to find your clicks. It will be easier if you're venting to somebody, even if it's not that bad. You don't actually want to leave your job, but it's just helpful to vent about other coworkers. Like nothing too extreme. Like let's not be like inappropriate, but like small vents. Yeah. And I think it does help too. Cause yeah, when you go home, you kind of vent about work with your partner, but you don't want them to be the punching bag or maybe Mm -hmm. like you pile all of that on them. So when you have someone to kind of share the venting with at work, it does help. And somebody that understands, because I feel like a lot of times I would go home and I'd be like, I don't want to explain the whole situation for Jake Mm -hmm. to get it. Like, (laughs) that work, that work colleague knows all the backstory as to why it's really affecting you. And then also you start to advocate for each other. Yep. You know, if it's a work environment that you want to stay in, then you guys can start making changes from like within. If you have a relatable boss or somebody that's amendable, you can go to them and be like, Mm -hmm. hey, so we were talking and we feel like X, Y, and Z would make this a more productive work environment. Number two, do something after work that can help relieve stress. Go to the gym, do home repairs, or learn a new skill. The key is to make sure you're living a fulfilling life outside of work to combat the drama of your 9 to 5. 
Nine to five? Mm. Living a fulfilling life outside of work. <laughs> what? Work-life balance. What? <laughs> you mean I shouldn't be working from... 8 in the morning to 1.30 or 2 in the morning every day, even on Saturday and Sunday. Hmm. Hmm. Once again, Whole Foods was the best at this. They really encouraged like a work-life balance. So I worked in the graphic design. So it was like a back of house mm-hmm. position. So I can't also speak for people that actually worked on the floor dealing with customers and stuff. But we had our emails and... It only worked on Whole Foods computers. So like when you went home, you couldn't keep working. Yeah. Like that was it. You worked your shift and then you went home. It was really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Doing something after work to relieve stress. If you actually have a nine to five Mm -hmm. and it's not creeping into your evening after dinner. Yeah. Late at night. Mm -hmm. Weekends. Because then when when do you have time to learn that new skill? Yeah. Okay. Number three. Create lists to help... Keep yourself busy. A list can help you stay focused on your tasks instead of the toxic atmosphere and give you a reason to keep going every day. I feel like that was written by a boss. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) a list to keep myself busy? Bro, you're keeping me busy. I don't need an extra list. No. I don't know. I don't know if I trust whoever wrote that. (laughs) Now I am questioning this whole list. (laughs) Who wrote this article? Number four, document everything you do. Save emails and write down comments and decisions from meetings, phone calls, and every person who interacts with you. If you need to file a complaint, you will need the evidence to back your claim. Documenting everything is such a pain. Mm -hmm. I remember I have a story. Okay. It was a small business. And so instead of accruing vacation, it was just given to you. Like it was just a known thing of like, you have this many hours that you could use this year. Okay. It was going to change, say like in August or September, it was going to go to where you uh, start, where you start accruing the time, whatever vacation you had prior to that, that was already yours, blah, blah, you better take it or it's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. So I ended up using my vacation that I had. And I remember... Come August, when it started accruing, I had a paycheck and my vacation was like negative like $900. Like you could tell what the money was going to be. And I'm like, what is this? Mm -hmm. So I take it to my boss and I'm like, hey, I took this vacation like a few months ago. Why is it getting taken out now? Like I had it on my paycheck. And she was like, well, because it accrues. And I said... No, I said, you said that it was going to start accruing on this date and to take whatever. Blank slate. Yep. And she was like, oh, well, no, sorry. That's not how it's working. And so I would have to work like for free pretty much to make up that negative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I got so mad, Michelle, because Mm -hmm. I had worked for this person for such a long time and I was like such a hard worker and I'm like, I cannot believe this. Like everyone asked you this. We had to sign a thing about it that it starts then to take whatever. Like we signed the document that said what it really was. I like went into like a whole fit because I'm like, this is so fucked up. Mm -hmm. Another thing that was happening at this place of employment is So you get paid every two weeks. Week one, if you had overtime on week one, but not overtime on week two, she would spread the overtime from week one into the overtime on week two, but take your hours away on week two to where there was no overtime, (gasps) which was against the law. Yeah. 
And so everyone would always like talk about this. And I'm like, she cannot do this. Like, this is against the law. Yeah. And so I remember, um, like, what the fuck? This, That's like, really fucked up. It is fucked up. Like, I remember I, like, we got into it and I had never gotten into it with like a boss or anything like that. I mean, you mm-hmm. know me. I'm like, I'll be a little bitch for as long <laughs> as I have to. Um, and so I was just like, this, like, I need to put my foot down. Like, this is fucked up. And so it caused us, like, friction for so long. I even called the employee laws or whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I talked to someone and I was like, hey, I have a boss who's doing this to me. Is this against the law? And she was like, no, she can't go back and uh, retroactively take that away. Like, you took it. This is when it starts, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, but you can't really report it unless you were to leave the job. And I'm like, well, I can't fucking leave the job. Otherwise, I'm going to have to pay her almost $1,000 out of my pocket. What the fuck? Yeah. And so she was like, you can't report it unless you leave. So when you go to leave, like, that's when you can report it. Why can't you report it while you're in it? I'm not sure. And so, like, um, I was so upset that I was, like, crying on the phone, just trying to figure something out. Because I'm like, I can't. Like, I did want to leave the job, but yeah. I'm like, I'm not leaving until I've made up the balance. Like, I'm not doing it. So anyways, it was like a bad situation, and I had another friend who worked there with me, and she ended up being in the same situation where she needed to pay that money back, mm-hmm. and she ended up quitting, and she, I think, was trying to take her to court, and so one day, my boss threw a paper in my face, and she goes, can you sign this? And like the paper hit me in my face and I'm like, what is this? And she was like, Blank is trying to take me to court for the vacation and sick time. And I'm like, I'm not signing this because it is against the law. You can't do that. And she like cussed me out and she got so mad at me. Like she didn't see what she was doing. Yeah. 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 I ended up um, working it out, like working. So she, so I didn't have to owe her, which I still like am mad at myself. I don't know. It was pretty fucked up. That is fucked up. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. All right. And number five, start your exit strategy. It is possible that things could improve at your job, in which case it might make sense to stay. However, while waiting it out, begin your search for a new job. This will help you stay positive when things get rough. If you needed to leave yesterday, consider a bridge job that will keep you active while you find something in line with your career. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the biggest takeaway from this. If you're in a really shitty job situation, you need to start plan B. Yeah. You need to. It. it I feel like it definitely helps you feel a little bit better mm-hmm. while you're suffering. Yeah. Because you just can't stay in it forever. I understand that people can't just up and leave jobs when it gets too oh, tough. Oh, no. yeah. I understand that, but you need to start planning. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was just really heavy. And also, like, none of this has really applied to sexual harassment in the workplace. If you are being sexually harassed at work, reach out to somebody, report it. Mm-hmm. I know that there's consequences to that, but you need we need to start being vocal about it. Yeah. And I think if- reaching out is like the best step that you can do. That way you kind of have someone who's on your team and on your mm-hmm. side, like how we mentioned earlier, and then it will give you like a boost of confidence and make you feel a little bit stronger that you're not so alone and facing it on your own. <sighs> but yeah, super heavy episode. Any last minute stories you want to tell? I don't know. I feel like I've given a few. I have one that is just like ridiculous. Okay. So once I had a boss that came in and 
pre-warned me that it was probably going to be a shitty work week because his wife was on her period. And I remember thinking, what the fuck is happening right now? I think outwardly, I was just like, okay. But inside, I was like, is this the 50s? Am I in the locker room where someone's like, the old ball and chain at home, Aunt Flo's in town? Like, what what is- fuck? A, what is happening right now? (laughs) Uh, B- I also happened to be on my period. Yeah. And I was at a level 10 pain that day. And I just remember thinking, okay, well, I'm able to manage my fucking self so Mm -hmm. that it doesn't affect your work week. And you don't need to know that I'm on my period in a lot of pain. How is it that your wife that does not work with us, her period is affecting you so severely that you can't manage your emotions. And now I have to preemptively think this work week's gonna suck what michelle like my mind is boggled yeah it's so not he's insane. like boohoo feel sorry yeah. for me my wife's on her period my wife's on her period <laughs> so it's gonna be a bad work week yeah Fuck sorry you sorry I always bring it back to periods but oh man wow i was just like Boggled. Boggled is the only Looking word. Looking back, do you wish you would have said something now? Like, well, I'm also bleeding, so yeah. looks like that's going to be shitty for you, boss. No, I feel like I would have said something more like, well, I think you might have to toughen up. That is so... I don't even know why also, you would it's think inappropriate. That that's okay. Yeah. It's inappropriate. Like, I don't need to know that your wife's on our period. Yeah. I'm well, sure that she wouldn't appreciate it either. Yeah. Well, and I don't need to know that your home life situation is kind of rocky because of the period or whatever it is like Mm -hmm. that's just inappropriate I don't know if it's classified as toxic but it's just kind of like okay if I'm able to manage myself so that you're unaware that it's a bad week for me I think that you can manage it as well sir wow miss me with that shit yeah ugh fucking dudes (laughs) sorry now I'm just gonna go on like a spiral (laughs) reel it back in yeah reel it back in (laughs) we have some men listening they're not all bad So we asked you guys for your stories. We got a few, we got a handful of them. Unfortunately, a lot of people wrote in being like, I need a straight up coffee talk. Like this is too much for an email. That was upsetting. A lot of people wrote in and said, I have hundreds, but here's the worst one. Oh my gosh. Or like, here's a bad one. So what do you got for us, Sam? All righty, so this comes from a listener. We're going to stay anonymous with these stories for this episode. So the email reads, good morning, ladies. This is super last minute because I wasn't going to write in. I still work at the place I'm going to talk about, which makes me look like a clown. So anonymous, please. I have been with the same company for a long time and I have seen some shit. I'm only going to talk about the worst and then the most recent. Under the old management, they were giving me tasks that should have been done by someone with letters after their name. When they were in the process of selling the company, they gave me a performance review saying that I wasn't doing anything right. They were trying to get me to quit before the company switched hands. My supervisor at the time quit shortly after. Before leaving, she approached me to say that it was a fake review that she was forced to give me. Yikes. That was probably five years ago. Currently, we can't find anyone who wants to work for a company. My staff works six hours through with no break, but gets paid for half hour extra when they leave as their lunch break. When I have asked management about when we would have real lunch breaks again, I was immediately dismissed. 
They also keep talking about wanting to make the day longer, but again, no plan for how to give us lunches during the day. I work a full 40 hour week, but feel guilty about taking a real lunch because my staff doesn't get to do that. So again, clown. I think that loophole that they found here is that in Massachusetts, you don't have to pay for lunches and you're not required to give a lunch unless the person works six hours. So upper management claims that staff are lucky to get paid extra and turns the other cheek on the burnout of the staff. One of my staff was scheduled back-to-back -back sessions and was going to have to work 9.30 to 5 with no break. Ugh. When I went to fix the problem and advocate for her, I was basically told she'll survive and if she was so upset about it, she would have said something. When I brought it up that it was illegal and I was not going to allow her to work straight through, we were able to find a solution. The director makes comments about not caring if staff quit, asking people why they are so passionate about their jobs, suggesting that we drink more, asking if they want anything from total wine, suggesting a certain staff that they sleep with other staff members. What? what? And repeatedly misgendering a non-binary staff while being corrected over and over. Ugh. Well, time for work. You ladies have a fantastic day. So many bad things there. Oh my god. It is a law in Massachusetts that you don't have to have. If you only work six hours, I think you're told to take a ten minute, but mm -hmm. you don't have to pay for a lunch break unless it's over eight hours. Oh, that's so bizarre. So even like at Whole Foods, like we would have to clock out for our lunch break and then clock back in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can kind of see why they think it's a benefit. You're working six hours plus we're paying for your lunch break, but you just get to go home, like just work the six hours straight. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest, when I worked in the bakery, like we got one 10 minute breaks and like a 12 hour shift. So yeah, that doesn't sound too bad, but that's also, it's not the right thing yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. Also that whole idea that like bosses are like, well, if they don't say anything, then I'm just going to keep doing it. That is, yeah. That's so fucked just up. Just fucking do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Why wouldn't you want to? I, I'm just always amazed that people can act like assholes and they really think someone's not going to beat them up. <laughs> Like, someone's going to hurt you eventually. You better act right. <laughs> I have another story. They also prefaced this, unfortunately, with a, oh, I have several. One, the AC in our building tended to overload when it got too hot out and our windows didn't open. One day it was 93 degrees in the office with no air circulation, but they told us we couldn't go home because we were behind on sales targets. This is against labor laws here. The oh, cherry shit. on top was when HR bought popsicles and distributed to them and took pics and posted them on the business's Instagram account insinuating that they had bought us a treat. No <laughs> mention on the sweltering office. Oh my gosh. A, it's like a popsicle isn't going to help the air circulation in here. And then don't also take a picture of it and act like you're a good guy. Whoa. <laughs> Ugh. Two. Overtime was encouraged. However, we weren't paid for it. What? Illegal. Number three. The president of the company was notorious for staring at women's chests <gasps> and legs. Ew. You could, oh, God. You could be wearing a turtleneck. It didn't matter. And was known to fire people without following proper HR protocols. The company would have to offer a settlement to cover his butt. Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, and an employee walked in on him watching porn in his office. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with men? Brad. 
Leave it at home. You really can't get through a work shift without watching porn? You expect me to have a work-life balance, but you're watching porn at work? Okay. God. So gross. Number four. Multiple managers would take credit for their team's work. Also just disgusting. I hate that, yeah. I remember one time I had a job and we had a guy who was like our IT guy. So he was maybe like in his 40s and he started dating a girl who was like at the time like 18 or 19. Uh, She had gone through some trauma in her life and it was known that he kind of used that to trap her in. They ended up getting married. He was just completely inappropriate and verbally abusive to her. Use that trauma against her and be like, well, no one's going to love you or be patient with you. Um, Only I will, blah, blah. So it ended up being kind of like a father thing too, because she had a bad relationship with her dad as well. Um, But he was just like, no one really liked him. We were all grossed out by him. And she also worked there. She also worked there, yeah. So there was one time my desk was in a certain room um, and he was sitting there at my desk and I was like, oh, do you know how much longer you're going to be? And he's sitting in the chair and he's like, he looks like a toe, like a completely (laughs) grosso guy. He's sitting in the chair and he turns around and he pats his lap and he goes, why don't you just take a seat here? (gasps) And I looked at him, Michelle, and I go, what? And he was like, you heard me. He's like, you know, you want to. And I said, I said, I'm not your wife. I said, I'm not like any of the other women that you talk to. I said, don't talk to me like that. That's sexual harassment. And he said, you know, you want it. And the worst thing is I told my boss and she just laughed. She laughed it off. She laughed at me like she thought it was a joke. And I'm like, this guy is literally sick. And real quick, just to add another layer of him being gross he would always st- not steal our phones, but if our phones were laying around and if you didn't have a code to it, he would go in, look at your photo gallery, um, and like, I don't know if he would send himself pictures, but there was one time one of our other coworkers went to their house and uh-huh. she had gone to the bathroom like she was hanging out with his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd gone to the bathroom. He got on her phone, put a photo of her in her bikini onto the TV and she walked out and he's laughing about it. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, it was, he was bad, obviously. He should be in jail. Yeah, it was all pretty fucked up. But like when I told my boss that, I was like, I was like, no, I'm like, I'm offended I'm serious, that he yeah. talked to me like that. And she was just like, he was probably just joking. Fuck you. And he ended up putting in like security cameras into our place of employment. Oh, and I'm like, why yeah. would you have him be in charge of that? Yeah. Even though no one's going to be getting naked in the yeah. place of employment. But I'm like, you know, he's just he's watching a grosso. It. Yeah. And that's the dude that when they get called out for it eventually, I'm sure that when Me Too and Times Up started happening, he's like, everyone's just so crazy. What, you can't talk to women anymore? It's like, no, you're fucking disgusting. You don't talk to us in the right fucking way. You can't have a little fun. You can't take a little little flirting here and there. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you tell your male colleagues to fucking sit on your lap, you fucking piece of shit? Put some fucking respect on Sam's name. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. So (laughs) now that we're riled up again... (laughs) So the last one we have, so many stories. Worst one possibly, my boss telling me I would be fired if I reported sexual assault. 
And he just scheduled the dude to work opposite schedule as me. That is so like, disrespectful isn't even the right word Mm -hmm. I need to use. It's so belittling. Mm -hmm. It's, you're just agreeing with it. Like, oh my god. Also, why are you the one possibly getting fired and not him? Yeah. I would be fired if I reported sexual assault. I'm so sorry. What the fuck? I'm so sorry. And then they also mentioned, oh, and once... Major drama when a co-worker's boyfriend sent me a nude and she got mad at me for telling her about it. Isn't that wild? That's somebody that unfortunately wants to be in that relationship more than they want to be respected. Ooh. And I'm sorry Ugh. that might be blunt, but it, don't blame the other person. They're not the one in the relationship. Your significant other yeah. is the one in the relationship that's fucking it up. Yep. So it's not her fault that your boyfriend sent her a dick pic. Take it up with him. Ugh, what a disgusting episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to shower after this. Let's all take a shower after this one. Let's not settle for being treated like shit at work. I mean, I know that we have bills to pay. I totally get that. But we need to try to be, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say as proactive because every situation is different. Everyone is living a different struggle. I totally get that. But do not settle and think that you deserve that. Mm -hmm. And I think mine is going to be the same. Let's not stay. Just be working on that exit strategy. You have to. For life is too fucking short mm-hmm. to be miserable, to be treated like garbage, to be undervalued. Hopefully things will change within your lifetime and things will get better. Hopefully enough of us are getting vocal now about yeah what a workplace should be. And you know what? We didn't even relate it to like the labor shortage that's happening yeah. right now in this country. It's not, it's not us. It's mm-hmm. you. We got to sign out. <laughs> In the, in the words of Ellen DeGeneres, be kind. Oh, I don't know. She's a good one. <laughs> no, I'm just, that's sarcasm. <laughs> okay. Thank God. Sarcasm. I was just like, ooh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening. Hopefully it wasn't too, I mean, it, it, was, a, it, was, it was a heavy episode, but. It was. Heavy top layer episode, because I feel like we could have dove oh down my God. so much deeper. It's so much. But. But we'll we'll keep it there for now. Mm-hmm. We're here if you need to talk. Um, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.